So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure your photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley where you get the positive energy you need to help you grow your business your relationships and your mindset if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog post visit sixfigurephotography.com Podcast listeners, welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. My name's Ben Hartley. How are you today? Uh, I hope you're doing great. We are. We're heading into some spring weather, and my heart is a flutter. Like I love. Like I'm in Ohio, you guys. We just came through like a nasty winter, and so I love this. I love that uh, it's starting to warm up. We're getting some flowering trees, which means that these photography sessions just keep getting better and better and prettier and prettier. I hope you relate. You guys, if this is your first time joining the podcast, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. The purpose of this podcast is to help you grow your business, like hard stop right there, to help you grow your photography business. Every now and then I do a little ranting myself, but most of the time we help you to do this by bringing on other industry experts that are just slaying the game and trying to tap into them. Now, here's been my strategy so far with interviewing people. I try to figure out who's got all the information that I want for my full-time studio to get some free consulting. And it's worked out pretty well because then uh, if I'm I'm finding value from it. That tends to mean you find value from it too. You guys, today's episode is no exception. We have Molly Kaiser here. And so uh, here's what's up with Molly. Molly is doing a couple really amazing things that I, I don't do at all and I'm completely fascinated with. Um, Molly is doing a day of reveal. So like same day, she shoots the, the portrait session, she shoots the boudoir session, and then she's doing like same day reveal sales sessions with it. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about uh, boudoir photography in general that now is the best time right now, today, <laughs> right this second, to be shooting boudoir. Uh, there's some really interesting things that we're going to be getting into. You guys, Molly, uh, through her marketing, her sales, her pricing uh, strategies, uh, she built a boudoir photography business from a solid 81 cents to now multi six figures a year. And she's taking this information. She's helping other photographers grow their own boudoir business by just being a complete open book to her experiences, her successes, her failures. You guys, uh, I'm going to be tapping in on this. There's some re- like I've been really weighing in on portraiture photography, especially same-day reveals for a long time, but I haven't pulled the trigger yet. And this week may just be the week I do that. Molly Kaiser, welcome to the show. Yay! Thank you so much for having me. I'm stoked to be here. 
Yes. Uh, so Molly, um, look, I, I went on a little mini rant here to start this episode off just talking about the weather, not because I was bored and I didn't know what to say, but because I'm genuinely elated that we're going to be hitting spring here in a hot minute. Where are you from? What, like, are you getting excited about this weather or is it just always beautiful where you're at? <laughs> well, as of May of last year, I moved from cold, snowy Wisconsin to beautiful, sunny Austin, Texas. So I really have already great weather right now. I'm pretty stoked about it. I love it. I love it. I'm jealous. <laughs> I don't know why I do this to myself. Why do I like us Midwesterners? Like, why do we stay here? I don't understand. Family There's a house down the street for sale. I think it has your name on it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness, Molly, uh, I'm so excited to chat with you today. I'd love to. I'd love to just get a little framework here to even just to understand the the point in your career when you went from shooting boudoir photography to educating on it. I, I find that really important, even as we're as we're kind of diving into this, just to gain some credibility to have the audience understand where you came from with this. I mean, the fact that you built your boudoir business from eighty one cents to six figures, like it's there. But I'd love to hear what that transition looked like for you, and 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 as well if you're still actively shooting. Yes. So I feel like my career has definitely changed a lot. So basically when I first, I first started my love of photography in high school, and then I went to college to study um, art design and photography. And I really just always wanted to be shooting portraits. That's really what I love. So after about three years in college, realizing that after trying numerous different majors and programs, there really was nothing in the UW system, at least, that would teach you how to run a profitable portrait business. It was all how to show in galleries and things like that. So needless to say, I dropped out and I hit the ground running actually with weddings for a few years in the beginning. Uh, then, this is kind of how my story turns to boudoir, one of my brides-to-be uh, when I was shooting her engagement session, she asked me if I would take photos of her uh, in her skivvies to give as a gift to her husband. And I honestly had no idea what boudoir was. Like, I was super taken aback. I'm like, what? Like, people do this? <laughs> like, I had no idea. Uh, but I don't know about you, but I'll pretty much try anything once. So I was like, sure. Uh, she rented a hotel room. We went there. I did the boudoir photos. And this was someone who was extremely, uh, had extremely low self confidence. And, you know, I really was like, man, is she even gonna like these pictures? You know, even with her engagement photos, she would just pick them apart. And what happened with the boudoir session, though, was actually the complete opposite. She uh, cried when I showed her even just the first photo on the back of the camera. She couldn't believe that that was her. And I was like, there's no editing, even. Like, this is you, this is what you look like. And just after the session, seeing her skip, you know, around the hotel room with just tons of confidence, I was like, man, this is really what I want to do. Like, not only, you know, did I make decent money from the session, but it was just like a one-time thing. It wasn't like having a client for a year with weddings. Um, and I just really enjoyed it. And I feel like I could really make a difference with how women see themselves. Um, so I shot boudoir for several years and once I got my business to six figures, once I had my own studio, um, once I was shooting, uh, five to 10 clients a week, I did have another photographer and a studio manager at my studio. Um, once I was doing that, a lot of photographers wanted to mentor with me. And as you can imagine, I was really busy. I was like, this sounds really fun. I want to help you, but like, 
we have 10 shoots this week. I don't know where I could fit this in. Um, so I, I was able to fit in like a couple of them and I just really loved it. And I was able to see these couple of women who were just in Wisconsin, who, uh, lived in different cities. Uh, they came to my studio, learned a lot and I saw their businesses grow. And I thought, how cool would this be if I could help, you know, an unlimited number of photographers add on and become profitable with boudoir photography and in turn, how many women could we empower if I was able to help, you know, unlimited amounts of photographers with this? So I believe it was 2014 um, when I started educating part time. And I really started out just blogging for years, <laughs> um, just pretty much blogging kind of everything that was going on at my studio. So I would say, yeah, so 2014 to 2018 was really part-time educating, part-time shooting. Um, as of January of this year, I've actually gone full-time educating. I do still uh, obviously uh, do photography. I just don't take clients. I send all of my clients to my uh, certified professional boudoir photographer students. So that's kind of my story in a nutshell and where I'm at today. I love it. I so so your education is called booty shorts. Now yep. I think there is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there's a missed opportunity here. I <laughs> this needs to be a mini. Do you have a YouTube channel? Are you doing mini series like little mini like five minute, ten minute like video series? Is this I, happening? I do have a YouTube channel. It's called Booty Shorts, and I do have five to ten minute segments of just like uh, shooting, posing, uh, business, sales, all the yes, all that kind of stuff. Good. Good. Thank you. I'm so glad that you have like. There's just this is so fun. I That's love actually how the name was born, and I'm glad that you get it because a lot of people don't. <laughs> it's really truly meant to be like it was meant to be short videos and blog posts. So. I absolutely adore it. Look, I actually really so you know we're just in, in Ohio here. We're just uh, with Style and Stories, our studio. We're just doing wedding photography, but we have had a couple of our clients um, ask us to do, um, boudoir photography, uh, especially the thing that we've seen is like same day, uh, boudoir photography, meaning at the wedding itself, right? Like before she gets her dress on stepping Love away for a little bit and, uh, and doing some, uh, like a little mini session essentially, right? 15, 20 minutes. And we've only done it a couple of times. Um, but it was really, it was really powerful to, to do and be a part of, and we've never really, um, pursued it any further than that. And it's neat to, to, to see like that same opportunity came into your space and with your unique superpower, you took it and you ran with it. I think it's so awesome. So talk a little bit more about boudoir photography. You know, you say that there's no better time than now to start shooting more boudoir photography. Why is that? Why are you absolutely in love with this? And why do more people need to have this as a part of their, uh, yeah, I don't know, arsenal, if you will? Oh man, where to start with that? Because yeah, I think really with boudoir, if you've ever shot it before, I feel like it's rare that you would shoot it and not fall in love with it. Um, but I feel like one of the reasons a lot of photographers don't get into it is because boudoir is not something where people wake up and they go, you know, I need a boudoir shoot, unless you're a bride. I feel like that's really, you know, because with weddings, you wake up and you're like, I need a wedding photographer. I, I'm having a wedding. <laughs> but with boudoir, typically people don't wake up and just go, you know, I need, I need a boudoir shoot. <laughs> it's a want versus a need. So Really, with boudoir, the cool thing, but also the downside is um, the cool thing is that as much as you market, there's enough clients like forever. Um, 
because, you know, with weddings, you have to kind of wait until people are getting married, right? But they also come to you versus boudoir, you have to get good at the marketing and then you kind of have an unlimited number of clients. So I'm super passionate about boudoir because I've seen, you know, over a thousand women that I've been able to photograph, I've seen their lives be changed. It, it sounds almost silly if you haven't had a boudoir shoot. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand it until they do it. Um, but really, you know, I've seen my clients come in and just be like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm so nervous. Like, what was I thinking? You know, to then after the shoot, literally crying, like, I can't believe this is me. I thought I was ugly. Like, I see what everyone sees now. I actually believe the compliments people are telling me. I've had clients, multiple clients, um, actually become pregnant after their boudoir shoots from like they were trying and trying. So little side note there, <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah. Um, and then also I've had women say like, I haven't worn makeup in, you know, 10 years. And after doing this boudoir shoot, you know, I'm excited to like put on lip gloss in the morning. And I'm definitely not someone to say women have to wear makeup. I don't really wear makeup either, but I just think it's cool that they wake up and they feel excited to get ready in the morning. They have that spark of joy. They feel more confident. And so that's why I'm so passionate about it. I feel like it's really something where, you know, if we can help empower more women, build more women up with confidence, that's going to trickle down to their, you know, friends, family, kids, and really just help the whole world see, you know, that they don't need to look like a certain way or act like a certain way, you know, they can be themselves and they're truly beautiful now. They just, a lot of times don't see it. Yeah. This is incredible. You know, I've uh, I have a number of friends who are boudoir photographers and completely swear by it. They keep telling me, "Ben, you got to get out of the wedding industry. <laughs> like, like <laughs> do it." And even if it's not boudoir, but like portraiture, right? And I've heard this. I've never heard it described as as Davo, and we'll talk about Davo here in a second. But I've heard people talk about this concept of like directly after the the photo session doing a reveal right there of like of the work and the images and in and in a way like your your IPS session your in person sales session with with artwork um and so you know you messaged me and you you mentioned this thing called Davo and I I want to break this down because I I think this is probably also I mean, it's got to be one of the most rewarding components to what you do. And even what you just described in regards to why you shoot boudoir, um, I imagine it's just a big, it's a big part of it. Um, so can you explain this? Davo, D-A-V-O. Did I get that pronunciation right? Davo, is that right? That is 100% correct. What's it stand for? D-A-V-O. Yeah. So it stands for directly after viewing and ordering. So you're doing the viewing and ordering session directly after the photo shoot. Fantastic. Now, uh, that sounds stressful. Let's just acknowledge that. <laughs> um, like, I feel like there's some 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 hurdles that you'd have to get over. But let's just explain why why and this is this like your main way of, of approaching and educating is is to do this Davo method for portraiture. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Why? Okay. So uh, first of all, I want to let you all know that I co I coined the term Davo because um, everyone knows the term IPS, right? In person sales. But the thing with IPS is it could mean anything, really. It could mean that they're doing it the day of the session. It could mean that they're doing it a week later. <laughs> you know. And so I feel like it just wasn't specific enough to what it is that I teach my students to do. So basically, Davo, again, directly after viewing and ordering. So the reason that I do this, you're totally correct. 
that it really does aid in the experience, but it also aids the photographer in getting better sales. Like if you're not doing Davo, you truly are leaving money on the table. Uh, I can tell you this from experience and the thousands of photographers that I've coached where they don't believe me at first and they do it wrong. And then they come back and they're like, oh my God, Molly, you were right. (laughs) So if you can do it this way first, it'll save yourself a lot of heartache. But basically uh, how Davo works is you do this, you know, you do the viewing and ordering right after the session. So after the photo shoot is complete, you would let your client know, say, and by the way, you're letting them know before the session happens what the timeline looks like. So they've they already know they're going to be viewing the the photos right after. But before actually, too, before you even get to like what you're saying to the client and that kind of stuff, sure. can we just still go like high level and, and get an understanding of like maybe that full experience? You know, like is it is it a 20 minute shoot with a 20 minute break with then a 30 minute IPS session right after? Or is it like, are you doing an hour shoot to like five minute break right into something? Or like, how is that, how is that timing typically done? Obviously, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do it, but how is that typically, what does that look like? Sure. Great question. I'm glad that you wanted to go high level with this. So as you were asking me that, I pulled up my exact timeline. So I'm going to read this to you guys. So this is kind of the overview. Basically, I typically would do two sessions in a day. So I would do one at around 9am and one at around 1.30pm. And so how the the timeline kind of looks for the photo shoot is at 9am, the client would be either at the salon, or if you're doing the hair and makeup in your studio, that's fine too. Um, And then while that's happening, you would be setting up and getting ready for a photo shoot. Uh, Then at 10am, you would call to make sure the client's on the way uh, from the salon, if that's what you're doing. Otherwise, the client will already be at your studio. You'd greet them, compliment them, give them a tour of your studio. uh, Have them, of course, sign your contract, very important, uh, choose their outfits, show them the pricing, and they can hold the products in their hands and kind of ask you questions. Um, then next you do the photo shoot. And I recommend not shooting longer than one hour. And you really don't need to take more than 80 to 100 photos total. So kind of be gentle on your shutter friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because when it comes to Davo, the more if you if you overshoot, it's going to be very difficult for you to call it in the amount of time that you're given. Um, so that's sort of one of the biggest tips. And then uh, the shoots an hour, and then right after you would break for thirty to sixty minutes to call and lightly edit. And I'll go into detail on that later. Uh, for the actual Davo session, I say thirty to sixty minutes because for me, I can do it in about fifteen minutes because I've been doing it for a really long time. But when people are first starting, I feel like you really need that full hour until you get the hang of it. Um, and then, and what you, is the client do, doing during that time? Yes, thank you very much. Um, so while I am calling and editing, I give them the option to either go and grab coffee or a bite to eat. A lot of times, they've been you know dieting before their session, and they literally <laughs> will go and get like a giant hamburger. There's a Wendy's down the road. No joke. <laughs> like they will show up with just like trash food. It's hilarious. Um, and I'm like, you go girl. Yeah. If you want that hamburger, (laughs) you do it. Um, or, or I offer, they can stay in the studio. I offer them drinks, non-alcoholic. Um, and I give them the Wi-Fi password and, you know, I have like Netflix and Hulu if they want to just chill and like watch a show. Um, and then the Davo reveal takes about one hour. So that's kind of the overall. So typically I would say four to five hours, depending on how new you are. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Okay, I've got a lot more questions to get into into the specifics of that, uh, but we'll we'll get to some of that. So thanks thanks for letting me rewind. All right, podcast listeners, we're going to take a quick pause here in order to give a thank you to the supporters of the SFP podcast, because if you're listening, it likely means that you have a small business or you know someone who does. And if this is you, you are wearing far too many hats. And some of these hats are amazing, right? Like being a photographer, but some like filing taxes, running payroll, not so great. This is where Gusto comes in. This is the solution, you guys. Gusto, G-U-S-T-O, Gusto. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, HR actually easy for small businesses. I used to be on like an old school payroll processor from like 1982, and it was terrible. Gusto now has fast, simple payroll processing. Uh, This is the really cool thing. They automatically pay and file your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Um, They make like like W-2s, sending out 1099s, uh, incredibly easy to run. You guys, those old school clunky payroll providers, the one that I was on that I just left, uh, they just weren't built for the way that the small modern business uh, is meant to work, but Gusto is. You guys, no joke. I got really excited because I switched to Gusto before they contacted me uh, to come on as an advertiser. I'm like, this just makes sense. I actually use this thing. Um, The really cool thing, too, is everything is online, like the ability to sign, store, and organize all the employee documents. It's all online. It's all in one place. You guys, let Gusto wear one of your many hats. Uh, It gets better because for you podcast listeners, you get the first three months free when you run your first payroll. Try this demo out for yourself at gusto.com forward slash photo. That's gusto.com, G-U-S-T-O forward slash photo. Look, we're going to stay on theme here and keep talking about giving you guys solutions for all the things that are terrible to do. Um, so you guys remember when you started your small business, right? Like it was no small fee. Uh, you're spending uh, late nights, early mornings, the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, uh, ever since then, you've been insanely busy, right? And so one of the biggest challenges uh, is invoicing and it's accounting, Right. Let's make things a little bit easier in 2019. Our friends at FreshBooks have a solution. FreshBooks, this is invoicing and accounting software designed specifically for you as small business owners. It's simple, it's intuitive, and it keeps you way more organized than the dusty shoebox filled with crumpled receipts. You can create and send professional-looking invoices in 30 seconds. And then the best part is uh, get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. Uh, I love that part. File expenses even quicker. Uh, Keep them perfectly organized for tax time. And the best part is this. As your business continues to grow, which it will in 2019, let's be honest, you're going to always have the tools that you need when you need them without ever having to like figure out or learn all this accounting shenanigans, right? So you guys... 24 million people are using FreshBooks. Try it out for 30 days free. There's no credit card required. There's no catch. Uh, Go to freshbooks.com forward slash photography, freshbooks.com forward slash photography, and then enter six-figure photography in the section where it asks, how did you hear about FreshBooks, right? Make sure you get that part down. When it asks, how did you hear about FreshBooks, enter six-figure photography, you're going to get your first 30 days free. I'm excited for you guys to check out FreshBooks. All right, let's get back to the show. 
So now you're communicating this uh, to your clients. I, uh, and so let's go back to, oh man, where were we before I like injected? We're Tarantinoing it. We're going backwards. <laughs> say, say that again? I said we're Tarantinoing it. We're Yes. Well, Tarantino, he's, you know, he's a little all over where, yeah, like really <laughs> all over the place. Um, we should actually end the episode now if that's how we're going to do it. Thanks everyone for listening <laughs> to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. We will see you on the next episode. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> oh gosh. That just got really weird, Molly. So, so let me, let me, let me get a little technical here then, Molly. So during that time that you're editing stuff, I'm imagining some photographers are listening and they're like, okay, I, I get the concept. You know, if you, as long as you only shoot 80 images, uh, importing, calling, editing shouldn't be that long. But like, this is boudoir photography, and I think some people there's a there's a pretty heightened expectation potentially with editing that can go into that. Um, is there any particular tools that you're using to aid in that process, or, or do you just have a different way of thinking about these images more as proofs rather than finalized pieces of artwork, or is it a little bit of both? I would say I definitely have a different way of looking at it in terms of proofs, but also both because I will say that there are some tips involved with the actual shoot itself uh, and also educating your clients. For me, I've never been someone who's been a heavy editor. In fact, my images almost look the same straight out of camera as they do online, minus the fact that I do use, um, and I've never known if I'm saying this right, but Imagenomic portraiture. I never know if I'm saying that name right. But. Never heard of it. In- oh, Imagenomic. Cool. Yeah, it's it's spelled like how I pronounce it, but I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. But basically, it's a it's a plugin for Photoshop that, with one click of a button, it retouches your entire image, skin retouches, yeah. and then you just erase around the things that you want in focus, like or not in. Um, obviously, you're doing that in camera, but not smoothed out. So, like their eyes, their hair. And you can skin retouch an image in literally like one minute. It's pretty crazy. I dig it. There's something uh, similar that we use, um, not for Davo, but just like in general, uh, inside of Fundy software. Fundy has like a one-click skin retouching. Are you familiar with this? I am. And I I do love Fundy. If people use Fundy for their Davo, then I would highly recommend doing that for the viewing. Um, I actually don't skin retouch before the viewing. so basically, am I allowed to share with them how I do it? <laughs> no, all the good stuff you need to save. Yes, absolutely. Give it. Okay, cool. So again, definitely make sure that you're not like, what is it? Spray and pray. All right. So don't take too many photos. Um, I think that's then- where I would struggle. I am, I am a bit of a, I like to stack, you know, uh, the cards in my favor. What, what, is that the right <laughs> phrase? Yeah, I think wedding photographers tend to do that because it's like it only happens. I mean, obviously, boudoir only happens once too, but I don't know. With weddings, I feel like we're just like, oh man. It's a lot, I mean, it's it's a lot more a lot uh, of pressure. Uh, um, photojournalistic in approach. Like, there's no, you know, years. There's stuff's happening. You're not in, in in interjecting. So yeah, I agree. Yes. So the difference with boudoir is really you want to take your time. So I, for me, I used to always take way too many photos because. It sounds so silly, but I would get anxiety. I felt like the client was watching me. And if I didn't take photos constantly, she would be like, oh, this girl doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, I I bet a lot of people get that. Yeah, which is clearly, I think, a confidence issue. Um, And so just over time, 
you know, I really started to realize like these clients are not judging me. They have no idea what I'm doing. I could literally be not doing my job and they would still think I was because, you know, they're not photographers. They don't know. So don't let that get to you, you know, just take the time that you need. So for example, once, you know, your client is in her first outfit, you know, decide on the set you want to use and then really take your time to get her into that exact pose. Once she's in the pose, you know, if you're going to use a fan to blow her hair, like make sure you take your time to set that up properly. And then before I even click the shutter, I will literally look head to toe, like, you know, are the hands relaxed? Is the hair in the right place? Like make sure there's no stray hairs over her face because you know, I ain't got time to retouch that. <laughs> so like, I really take my time to make sure everything is perfect so that I don't have to do any excess retouching. So um, you're like shooting with Davo in mind, essentially like that, that you're going to be seeing these very quickly. Yes. Um, and then also I kind of think of shooting it as, as if you're shooting film, you know, because really, I feel like it's sort of the same thing. Like you have to be more careful. And I feel like digital sort of got us away from being more careful because we have like unlimited quote unquote, you know, images that we can take. Yeah. I totally get that. What have been some of the benefits of doing this uh, in this way for your clients, not for you as a business, but just like for the client experience, for the value that they receive, um, perceived value or other, uh, you know, what does that look like for them? Yeah. So I'd say the number one thing is, um, and I guess this is for both of you, but it really sets you apart. So when the client is actually looking at other photographers, mm. you know, here's the thing. They want to see their photos right away because if you don't show them their photos right away, especially with boudoir, they're going to go home and beat themselves up about it. Yeah. They're going to be like, my photos probably sucked. It was probably terrible. I probably look fat. You know, literally like that's what's running through their head the entire time you're not showing them the pictures. Hmm. Um, and so I think it's really important to show, to show them right away. And, you know, you know, they look awesome. So, um, that's really important. And also a lot of my clients, you know, they would travel from, you know, all over. And so I can't really do a, a session later, you know, they're here now they have, you know, for example, one client, she is a pilot and she flew in from Tennessee and it's like, I'm not going to make her fly back again. <laughs> to do the viewing and, and do not do it online. That will a hundred percent kill your sale. And think about it this way too. If you got your boudoir photos done, you know, would you want to be left alone in a room with your boudoir photos to just sit there and like pick them apart? You know, it's the photographer's job to really point out, you know, Oh my gosh, like, look how great your butt looks. Like, look at your legs. You look fantastic. You know? Yeah. And that I feel like is really a huge part of the confidence boosting experience. It's like, you know, my clients always tell me it's like hanging out with their best friend for the day. Like I'm there to just, you know, really lift them up and tell them how beautiful they are. And the Davo is a huge part of that. I love that. Uh, like the more that we're talking about this, I like can't imagine. I'm already like I'm already completely sold. I could not imagine doing boudoir, doing boudoir without this. Like even just like for what you just said right there, just like even the the thought of the client going home and just like that that the the anxiety going through their mind of what do those images look like and just like uh, the that self talk that occurs, you know, yes. um, of all the things that they're imagining, all the worst case scenarios. Uh, I just couldn't imagine doing it any other way. So then when you're showing them the images for the first time, like, are you just opening them up inside of uh, 
Lightroom and stepping through them that way? Um, are you going like next level and printing them? Cause you know, that's what I would do. Uh, like, what are you doing? So I've actually tried all of those methods. Um, the one that I found works the best for me is I just quickly call the images down to no more than 60. So even though you might shoot 80 to hundred, I would call them down to no more than your, your best 60. And then I would just lightly, I just lightly go in and like touch exposure if needed. That's about it. Um, so then I actually, I do, I have funny enough, I have Fundy on my laptop and ProSelect on my desktop. <laughs> Basically <laughs> I used to use ProSelect um, and I really like Fundy and yeah, I don't know. I'm like a hybrid apparently right now. So. <laughs> you know you can have Fundy on both of your computers, right? <laughs> I know. I need to get around to doing it. That's why it's funny. Log in. <laughs> I will say this though. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, so, it's sort of like uh, cutting an old habit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I really do. I will say Fundy has more and better features. So that's the direction that I'm going. Um, but yeah, so. And they're like relevant. yeah so that's how i show it i show it in fundy with no more than 60 uh, photos and um i can show them you know side by side like if i'm doing vertical i'll do like two next to each other and if i'm doing horizontal i'll do four next to each other and you know mathematically with the way that i have my collection set up if they pick about 50%, they're on track to get my highest collection. So 50% of the images. And so like, that's really, it's really down to a science of like, making sure I have the exact number of images so that they end up with my highest collection. Yeah. So then, um, can we talk about that for like a hot minute? Cause you know, I think some people may have balked when you were describing the full timeline in the process and you said like, you know, around four hours or so, three to four hours, is maybe the expectation. I bet some people are like, whoa, that seems like a, like a good chunk of time, you know, for the day. Um, and, and yet maybe not because when you separate this stuff out and you're doing, you know, your session and then you're bringing them back in, it becomes even longer than that. I mean, right. So it's four to five hours total, including the Davo session. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So then what are you charging for something like that? Can we talk, can we get into some of the specifics a little bit? Of course, you know, I'm an open book. I know there's so many different models of like, is it, you know, sitting fee, uh, with, with print credit, there's just like a straight up collections that they're getting. There's just so many different ways that you can do this. Um, what, what are you doing, Molly? Yes. So again, I have tried like every method out there. I'm very big on testing different things, you know, and I want to be able to say, this is the best method based on what I've tested, you know? So I've tried straight up collections. I've tried, um, just like one fee, you know, I've tried like pay half then and half at the session. Like I've literally tried everything. Um, what works best if you want to actually have a high, volume, but also high end sales. Like if you want to actually get a $2,000 plus average plus shoot a high number of sessions, um, then you're going to want to go with the way that I do it, which is the session fee. Um, so how I do that is it's $300. And what you can do though, is you can discount that as needed. So it's $300 for like a regular session fee. And then if you're doing some kind of deal, I recommend saying like, oh, you can get the session fee for $99 or $199 if you book by midnight. So that way there's like scarcity and urgency. But the $300 comes with a $100 um, 
collection credit. So towards their collection that they purchase. And the credit is really only there to educate them on, look, this is going towards the collection that you are going to purchase. (laughs) That way they don't think that it's all included in the $300. Um, And then basically my collections, I have four. They start at $997 and they end at $3,997. And then I have uh, wall art add-ons. And those range from 200 to 1500. And I've been able to get the highest boudoir session I've had to date was $10,000 from one session. So that was a collection plus wall art. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the crazy thing. Like this is all happening in a, in a four hour period of time. I think (laughs) like, I think, but a lot of listeners are shooting weddings for under this amount average, Mm -hmm. uh, and you know the experience of a wedding. You've been there, Molly. Yes. Where it is <laughs> a, a lot of work. <laughs> a year-long relationship. Yes. Yes. Like <laughs> needs kind to of be almost managed, two years. You know? Yes, for sure. That's wild. Um, do you find that there's uh, a fair amount of repeat customers or is it kind of like a one and done experience? Um, you know, I should really get the stats on that, but my best guess would be about 30% repeat, uh, maybe higher. But I would say, you know, the good majority, I would say it's sort of like a bucket list thing for them. Uh, But I do have those customers, like when I say 30%, you know, of those 30%, they come back not just twice, like they come back like a lot. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, they kind of get addicted to it. I've had this, this one girl in particular, she literally came to me every single quarter, pretty much that I lived in Wisconsin. So (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Like the raving fans. Yes. That's awesome. So, so let's go like brass tacks here. Someone's listening and they're convinced they're like, okay, this Molly girl, uh, (laughs) let's like, let's try this out. What, what's like the MVP, the minimum viable, product what is the bear like if someone wanted to get started and and convert what they're currently doing into like this davo method uh this directly after um what is it viewing and ordering directly after viewing and ordering there it is okay um what are the things that they need to have in place in order to actually start doing it Yeah, I would say that you need um, a price list, a solid price list, um, and then you need samples of those products. Samples are very key. People need to be able to hold the products. Um, It really helps almost make selling it a lot easier. I don't want to say easy (laughs) because nothing with business is easy, right? Um, And then I would say next, you know, you really just need somewhere to actually shoot. And here's the cool thing. You do not need a studio. Um, so I'm going to actually share with you guys a few different places to shoot if that's all right with you. Yeah, that's great. Let's do it. Cool. So, and I would say that's the biggest thing that holds people back is they're like, I don't have a studio, you know, I don't have this fantastic place to shoot. Um, so when I first started, I shot out of hotels and I had the client actually pay for the hotel. And then I said, you know, this is so cool because you can stay there tonight. You know, you can tell your significant other that you're renting it just for you guys. And, you know, he or she doesn't have to know that you're doing this shoot here beforehand. Um, if, if it's a surprise. Um, and then, so that's one place is a hotel. Second would be Airbnb. Uh, third would be, and I highly, highly recommend just shooting out of your own house. So using a guest bedroom, um, I've even heard of people using their own master bedroom, which might sound weird, but, if you, you know, as long as you're, you're cleaning it and you're changing out the bedding and all that stuff, it's no different than an Airbnb or a hotel, if you really think about it. 
So, you know, I just really recommend starting out with a low overhead because then you can make mistakes and not beat yourself up and you're going to make mistakes in the beginning. So really all you need is somewhere to shoot the price list, you know, a camera (laughs) and uh, you don't even need, I mean, Fundy is fantastic, but to start, you can just use, you know, Lightroom or a a viewing window on your computer. Um, So really basic stuff. I love it. Molly, um, you know, I, I don't see a lot of, uh, I mean, this is the first time I've heard of Dabo. I, I don't see a lot of people out there, um, teaching this and maybe it's because I'm in, I'm so, uh, in the wedding world, but I would love to get people more, uh, acclimated to this and just be able to, to kind of stay dialed in to some of the things that you're testing and that you're learning, uh, and that you're implementing, um, do you do you have any resources any any place that people can go uh to like stay in this mindset and to keep learning from you? Yeah, for sure. So the biggest thing that I have is I have a certification for boudoir photographers. It's a a full course that includes every single thing that you need to build a profitable business and we actually offer a complimentary one-on-one strategy session with someone that I've trained on my team. So if you want that, uh, regardless of if you join our course or not, it's really helpful. Um, and you can just go to bootyshorts.com and just be careful. Booty shorts is B-O-U-D-I-E because otherwise <laughs> you will end up at a naughty website oh, <laughs> and not like boudoir naughty. Like naughty. They would land there and be like, man, this Molly girl, she does not play. Like uh, this is some intense I'm stuff. sure it's happened before. And the funny thing is, is I had my URL first. I should have thought to buy the other one. Yeah, you probably take <laughs> it. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. Molly. And then- wow. I should also share too, I do have a podcast as well. It's called Booty Call. Again, B-O-U-D-I-E. You're just, you got the puns rolling. (laughs) What's your focus on Booty Call? Uh, Booty Call is really little snippets. Again, shorts, if you will. Um, I believe they're like 10 to 20 minutes. I don't even think 20 minutes, 10 to 15 minute episodes. Um, And it's really just little snippets of tips like, a pricing tip or a sales tip, um, shooting, posing, all that kind of stuff. It's awesome. That's awesome. Molly, um, this has been really fun having you on here. Like, I just think there's, uh, there's so much opportunity with this. <laughs> like there's just, there's so much, and it sounds like it's, it's also probably made it a lot more fun for you just to be able to knock stuff out, like to be able to shoot, to, to like be able to deliver right there, like all at once. I bet it's made just the, yeah, the whole experience, the satisfaction that not only you have, but also your clients have, uh, just really go through the roof. Um, anyhow, I'm just excited to get this out to, to the photography community and, and, and have them dial in on this. Um, Molly, uh, before we go, um, you know, we, we've had a few actionable things here, but I would love to give the audience like one, uh, one very practical takeaway, right? Maybe something to consider, something to introduce, uh, a question to ask themselves, something that they can maybe, um, begin to do, uh, to, to start to make that transition over to Davo. Um, so if you could come up with one thing that someone could actually do execute on this week, what would it be? Oh man. Can I give two things? 
Sure, sure. <laughs> okay, so my first one is if you've never shot boudoir before, I want to give you the challenge of finding a friend to just simply do a photo shoot for, even if it's free. Because if you've never done a boudoir shoot before, I just want to challenge you to do it and really see the impact that it can have. Now, the second challenge that I have for you, this is more of something to really think about is the biggest thing I've been seeing in photography forums lately is photographers struggling with looking at what their competition is doing and, and thinking to themselves, you know, they're, they're, they're priced lower than me. How am I ever going to make it? You know, yada, yada. So what I want to, what I want you to really think about when it comes to pricing is you, you don't price yourself based on anyone else. You don't even price yourself based on what you think your customers can pay. You need to price yourself based on what you need to do to stay in business. Because if you don't stay in business, it's not only going to hurt you and your family, but it's going to hurt all those potential customers that cannot experience a shoot with you now. So, um, so yeah, one challenge and one mindset. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Molly Kaiser, thank you so much for being on the Six Figure Photography Podcast. This has been awesome just connecting with you, um, learning more about this. Now you got my gears turned. Man, I got too many <laughs> things I'm, I'm doing, Molly. Why are you planting these seeds in my head? You got to take the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> too many things. I love it. Molly, thank you again. And just one last time, where can people find out more about you online? Yeah, so just go to bootyshirts.com. B-O-U-D-I-E. <laughs> God, I love you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Molly. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. Listeners, thank you again for tuning in today. I hope that you took this a massive takeaway from today. If you're looking, this is even something too, whether you're in boudoir or or portraiture doing seniors or families or, or babies, like I, I just think that this is something, this whole Davo approach that you can begin to implement to your business. I think there'd be massive, massive value for you to do this. You guys, uh, I just want to extend one more opportunity to you. If you have not had the chance to do this, please get on it. I've put together something uh, that is, I, I'm just going to be honest, it's amazing. <laughs> like I, I just know it is. I poured my whole heart and soul into this thing. Uh, I put together a seven-day crash course uh, for photographers. And I want to invite you guys to check it out. One email a day over seven days. If it doesn't blow your mind, uh, then you shoot me a DM on Instagram at jbenhartley and you tell me why. Uh, and I'll video message you back and we'll chat about it. But you can go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash start, sixfigurephotography.com forward slash start uh, to get set up with this seven-day crash course. It's completely free. It's completely awesome. And if I don't see you there or on Instagram, we'll tune in next time for the next episode of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.